0: Welcome to episode 34 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in this week's pep talk, I really wanna dive into what a Sunday strategy session looks like for me and how you can replicate the exact same steps to plan your week with success and without overwhelm. And typically I do this on Sunday afternoons. It takes me about 30 minutes and I walk through my goals for the week, what um, I want to accomplish and how I'm going to accomplish it and it really helps set me up for success uh, for the week ahead. So let's dig in and I will walk you through the exact steps that I take so you can do them this week as well. So the first thing that you want to do is really set aside time on Sunday to review your monthly goals. And so this is a little bit different. So it's not always looking back at what you accomplished for the week, but it's really taking a minute to say, okay, these are the three things that I wanted to accomplish this month. Where am I at with those? And then once I do that, I take a minute and look back at what I accomplished the week before and then what I want to accomplish the week ahead. And typically I will pick between one and three things depending on the week and what's going on. Uh, And then I just prioritize them accordingly. And so if you have listened to my podcast or you have been a client of mine, you know that I very much always focus on one thing at a time. And so you don't want a list of like 50 goals that you're going into the week with because then you're going to end the week overwhelmed and burnt out. So take a look at what you accomplished the week before and then compare that to your monthly goals or quarterly goals, even if you want to take it a step further. And then reprioritize your tasks so you have one to three things to focus on the following week. That's the first step. The second step then is to really look at your calendar at what is coming up. And so this is where sort of business meets personal, meets that nine to five job. Because, and I know I've said this a lot too, there is not an extra day to build your side hustle or to work your full-time job or to be a full-time mom. And so I use my planner and combine them all in one. And so I will go through and I will look at my work calendar and my business calendar and my kids' calendar and our family calendar, and I will map out the big rocks. So like the big meetings that I have, the appointments that I know that I can't change, uh, and just the activities that we're doing as a family so I can see them all side by side. Then what I do is I take that list of goals that I mapped out in step one and I take those appointments and those things that I cannot change, which I did in step two, and I sort of merge them all together and I schedule all of the projects, business stuff, school stuff, personal tasks into my calendar. I still use a paper calendar. You can use a Google calendar, whatever that looks like. I schedule the big things, So I know like Monday morning, let's say that I have a really big meeting for work. I know that I'm gonna have to get my business tasks done before 9 a.m. But if I know that I have a light day on Monday and let's say my lunch hour is free, then I know that I might be able to fit in my business tasks over lunch on that week instead of early in the morning. And so it really is not... A perfect process and it doesn't have to be. It's just a matter of thinking through when you're going to accomplish what you set out to accomplish. The next step that I take, and this is step three, is to go through everything that you just mapped out and do a double check to make sure that you have downtime, breaks, celebration, and fun worked in. And I sort of think of this as packing. So I the type of person that takes way too many outfits with me when we go on vacation and so my process is is i pack and i pack all the things that i want to pack and then i take half of it and sometimes i do like half of a half because i really want to make sure that i'm paring it down and i'm not taking things that i don't need and the same thing works with your schedule so you've now prioritized your goals you know what you're doing as a family you know what you're doing for your business and then you want to double check it. So maybe you're taking a couple things out because it feels too busy. Or maybe you're removing something because it's really important to take a Saturday off. Or you really want to go on a field trip with your kids. Or in today's scenario, you should maybe plan a little bit less because now you have homeschooling and all the things coming up with school, which is like a whole nother podcast in itself of how to fit all of that in. And so it's just a sort of triple check. It's probably the most important step to make sure that you're not over planning. And I will tell you at the end of the week, if you can get two things done or even one thing done really well and not feel overwhelmed and stressed out about it, and you continue to repeat that over and over, that's way better than trying to plan 100 things in one week and then just like falling over the finish line. Step four that I take is really transitioning into some business planning. And step four is really looking at my social media for the week and creating that scorecard that I talk about in my crush the rush method, which is really looking back and making sure that you're focused on the right thing. So there are a couple things that I look through each week. And the majority of this is on Instagram, but you can also... Look at it for um, Facebook groups, or maybe blog posts, or Pinterest metrics, or um, if you have a email list, you know, what does that look like? And there's a couple of things that you want to look at. So one, from an Instagram perspective, it's not necessarily how many new accounts you have, but it's how much people are engaging. And the same thing goes for an email list, like how many people joined your email list, but then how many people are actually clicking on the links looking at what you're sending out. And so I really try to not focus on the numbers as much, but focus on is my content really valuable for those that are wanting to read it and are they relating to it? And so then I can make the appropriate shifts and pivots going into the next week. I plan my content for my email list, my blog, my website uh, on a weekly basis. But I tie it back to my quarterly and monthly goals. So it's not just winging it. I know what I'm trying to accomplish for the month. And then I tie it back into what does that look like for each week. So as an example, I'll go through my metrics for Instagram, let's say. And I will just make notes of like what posted well, where are people saving things, where am I getting the most engagement, Uh, how many people are watching my stories, and then I'll start to put a plan together for the week. Now this all probably sounds like it takes a ton of time, but so far step one through four probably has taken me 20 minutes and you can totally break it up if it's easier to do step one and two, because that's, you know, sort of personal and business combined and then step three and four are more business. You don't have to do it all together. Um, But what I will say is when you're in sort of this content planning step, I plan for three to four posts a week on social media. And then I also have a newsletter that goes out for my podcast. And then I have a couple of newsletter that goes out for my wellness clients. And so I go through and I pick out, I call them themes. So I'll pick out a theme for the week, like what is my focus for the week in terms of educating and reaching my clients and ideal clients. And then I will not write out each of the posts. <laughs> this is a little bit different than what some people do, but I will just write out a couple of sentences, a couple of high level themes. And then the trick is if I'm writing a social media post on Instagram, let's say about how to um, create a morning routine, Then in my Instagram stories, I want to talk about the same thing. So a lot of times you can post like the seven steps to a morning routine in your um, social media, but then go in your Instagram stories or on your blog or on your newsletter and talk about the same thing. So I'm trying to figure out where I can reuse content and where I can duplicate where possible. This literally takes me maybe 15 minutes if I had more time, I would start to write them out, but honestly, between working and the kids and things like that, I just I haven't found the time where I can spend 2 to 3 hours writing content. I, ideally, I would love to do that. It just hasn't happened yet. And so this process has worked for me because it's aligned to my goals. I have a plan and it's very easily adjustable. And so I have a spreadsheet where I write this all out, I know what my plan is for the week, and then I don't have to stress about content or what is going out to my clients or my customers until the next Sunday. And thankfully, this process is not stressful. The last step that I take from a business perspective is planning any posts for my client groups or content ahead of time if it's already written. So a lot of times, I have a couple of Facebook groups that I run I will schedule check-ins, which saves me time during the week, or I will um, send out meal plans, which are already done to my wellness clients. So anything that I can do to sort of get ahead so that during the week I am on autopilot, I will do. And like I said, this probably takes me 30 minutes start to finish every Sunday. So it is definitely something that you can implement. It will save you so much time during the week and you will go into the week feeling like you have such a head start. The last tip, which I'll give is a little bit of a bonus is I actually do my meal planning on Sunday as well. Uh, this is probably adding on another half hour. So it's totally a bonus, but it saves us so much time during the week. And again, it takes that stress off around 5 p.m., which I joke is still the witching hour at our house, even though my kids are six years old. So what I do is really, really, really basic. I have done for me meal plans that I take a peek at. I write down what we're eating for dinner each night. I make sure that we have the right ingredients to either make those meals or if I have a couple of extra minutes, I will prep some um, to just get a head start. And that's it. I literally (laughs) write down what we're eating for dinner. I make sure everyone has food for breakfast and lunch. Um, And it's very, very, very basic. But what saves me time is I have meal plans that are done for me. So if you have questions about that process, I can probably do a whole nother podcast on it. But I wanted to add it on to this because it is sort of an important step for our family because it does save us sort of at the end of the day. And as you know, I'm such a huge believer in keeping your energy up and making sure that you're fueling your body and taking care of yourself. So the meal planning at the end is sort of like that, um, taking half your suitcase method. So you want to make sure that not only you have breaks and fun, but that you're fueling your body the right way. And that's it. That's the process. I am really excited because I am going to link my content planning template for you in the show notes. I also, because I'm feeling extra peppy today and a little bit stressed out about school starting Uh, I'm going to link a sample meal plan for you so you can print it out and try it. And I can't wait for you to implement this on Sunday and let me know how it works. I want to hear from you and I want to know how it works for you and what I can share more of if it's helpful. P.S. I have one more exciting announcement. Cue the sparkles and confetti because I'm so excited to share with you that we have officially opened the Crush the Rush community. Think of this as your one-stop shop for free monthly workshops, guest speakers, Monday pep talks from me, and so much more to really dig into and learn the tools you need to crush your business and avoid burnout. And because you know I love a good schedule, when you log in, it is all mapped out for you with what's going to happen and when. So I hope you are excited I have been dreaming this up in my head for the last three years and it's finally here. So make sure you join us. You can join us at facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash crush the rush. And there are all kinds of goodies waiting for you. Thank you so much for listening to the crush the rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.